campaigning is action. And I believe that when you're campaigning, that you're having a presence and you're on the front lines and you're you're working towards getting a principled conservative into office so we don't have these um, mistakes from the past happen again. Hello, everyone. I'm Brandon Lewis, founder of the Tennessee Conservative, Tennessee's largest conservative news alternative. And today I'm excited because we are joined by Tyler Ibarra, an 18-year-old conservative political activist working to put principled patriots into public office. He started his career with Turning Point USA, leading an activism hub, and as a high school coordinator for that organization, developing chapters in Memphis. In 2022, he joined on to a county commissioner and state senate campaign as a data analyst. In June of 2022, he attended Campaign Leadership College with the Leadership Institute in Washington, D.C., and in July of 2022, he started his first senior role as a campaign manager for Carrie Blair, who ran for a highly contested school board race in Collierville and won as an openly conservative candidate. After his victory, it became apparent that grassroots activists need a data-driven and organized, digitized campaign approaches to win against the establishment. Tyler believes that it is important that young conservatives be a part of the decision-making process and plans to continue his work to make sure that that happens. Tyler, welcome to the program, buddy. Thank you for having me. Well, I was telling you before we came on, I can remember my first few campaigns that I worked on. It's very exciting. I'll give you a cautionary tale. It's not something you can do when you get too old. It is It is a graveyard for marriages. Uh, <laughs> and so that's why I kind of got out of it. Uh, but you were young. You were young. That is far afield. And so tell me, uh, as someone who is young, typically when you look around the landscape of people that are in conservative politics in Tennessee, there's a lot of gray hair. Uh, there is not as much uh, youth and vigor, perhaps, as you might find uh, in other areas. Uh, tell me, what made you want to get involved in conservative politics at such a young age? Yeah, so, you know, one of the biggest aspects of why I got involved was my morals and convictions. And I knew I wanted to help the community, especially in Shelby County. Um, I saw that there was a need for change. And um, I grew up on conservative principles. I was raised on them. And conservatism aligns with my morals and convictions. And throughout um, my political journey, when I began, I saw that there was also a need to increase the youth involvement. And so that's another reason why I got involved, is to see what I could do to increase that involvement. Well, tell me, you know, what made you get politically involved on the campaign side? Most people may feel passionately about politics, but I would say 98%, maybe 99%, probably 99.9% .9 of people think that if they express their emotions on social media, they've done it all. But you decided that you would actually practically get in the trenches uh, on the campaign side. Where was the appeal? How did that originate? So I would say that it started um, uh, as I worked with Turning Point USA, we, uh, we fought against uh, uh, mask mandates in the schools. And I could see that there was a need for fresh leadership um, in, in Tennessee and on the local level, especially on the school boards. And so for me, campaigning has campaigning is 
excuse me, campaigning is action. And I believe that when you're campaigning, that you're having a presence and you're on the front lines and you're you're working towards getting a principled conservative into office so we don't have these um, mistakes from the past happen again. So how did you find Turning Point USA? I'm just curious. So actually it was funny. So I woke up one uh, morning and I was just scrolling through uh, YouTube and I found one of their videos. I think it was probably like a pod. It was probably Charlie Kirk's uh, podcast or something. And I was really intrigued. And so I looked up the organization and I saw that you could start a chapter. And so I found I, uh, me and my conservative friends, we um, looked into um, starting an activism hub and we started the process about May and June. And then late July, we launched our activism hub in Shelby County. Excellent. Well, a lot of the things that we endured during the two years where we had to fight uh, ridiculous things, sadly, did not happen at the hands of Democrats. They happened at the hands of Republicans, which people seem to forget. We have short political memories, and that's why we need conservatives in there and not necessarily just people with R's by their name. So tell me what your biggest takeaways were, tactically speaking, and if you would, kind of set the scene for this school board race, because we have all these situations all across Tennessee where on the one side, you kind of have you have real principal conservatives, and on the other hand, you have moneyed, corporately funded, left wing driven Republicans, uh, and the two are not the same. Uh, you are on the more conservative side. We need to see more conservative victories in the primary if we're going to change the direction of Tennessee and also keep us conservative. Uh, kind of give the landscape of that campaign. And what do you think were some of the practical things, uh, not the, um, I guess, the pie in the sky things, not the uh, grand strategy things, but what are some of the practical takeaways you took as, uh, took away as you ran that race? Yes. So in Carville, Tennessee, it is a conservative district. And um, I knew going into the race, we there would be um, a candidate that was supported by um, probably the establishment. I had to say both, uh, all three of the conservative candidates were great people, but I knew that at least one of them would be backed by um, the establishment, the, the Republican Party, even though uh, we don't have um, partisan elections. You know, you can always, if someone gives a donation, in my opinion, that's an endorsement. Um, and so I had to learn what can we do to out campaign um, our opponents? And one thing that I think conservatives are that one thing that conservatives need um, <clears throat> better practice on is learning to use their opponent strategies against them and using new strategies. I would say is that not every campaign is the same and you shouldn't use the same strategies for every single campaign. I believe that you need to find certain strategies that um, are for your campaign, your candidate, and you must stay consistent throughout the whole campaign. Yes, some strategies might change little things here and there, but I'd say that you need to develop a plan and you need, you need to execute it throughout the campaign and not get off um, your, uh, that map. Um, I would say, you know, we've, we've had issues of during the primary, uh, some of these, a lot of these principled conservative candidates are not able to get through the primary and lose to the, either the incumbent or if it's an open seat, um, the um, rhino or the establishment picked. That's because is that, and it's not their fault. It's that it's because um, a lot of them are not using new strategies and strategies that um, are useful for their campaign and for their candidate. And um, even once they get through the primary, you still need to learn what your, your what your Democrat opponents 
um, strategies are, and you need to learn how to use them against them, or you need to learn how to do it better than them. Guys, we are bringing truth. You know you're over the target when the powerful try to shut you up. And here at the Tennessee Conservative, we are over the target with your help. Thank you so much for all of you who support what we do. And if you would, go to tennesseeconservativenews.com slash support. And when you give, you will get this proud Tennessee Conservative bumper sticker. You will also get this Don't California My Tennessee bumper sticker. And although I have been failing to mention it, failing to mention it, tucked inside of this uh, bulletproof container that we send you, if you get $50 or more or a recurring donation of $10 or more, is also this proud Tennessee conservative koozie now but if you will uh, give uh go there we will give you uh this if you give fifty dollars or more or a ten dollar recurring donation or more uh, we're running on grassroots support i don't take a paycheck out of this thing i do it out of a sense of obligation and duty as so many of you do with your activism uh in your local communities and the state level we are a small band uh, but we are being heard and we are making differences up in nashville and across tennessee and we will not quit we will not quit. So <clears throat> trying to talk about how the votes uh, came out in that race. Uh, talk about the candidate that you represented, uh, represented the issues that you were fighting for. And hopefully that'll give some encouragement to other people who are hoping to change the face of their unresponsive government school system representatives. So in the Carville School Board, um, there was, of course, you know, COVID happened. There was mask mandates. And um, really there was only one person on that school board who actually stood with parents during that time. And um, that's why Carrie Blair really ran is because she saw that there was a need for parents getting involved in um, the school system. And um, there was also a need for the um, school board members to stand up for parents and the students, you know, massing children isn't standing up for, um, isn't standing up for his students and going along with that. Um, during the race, we had uh, three conservative opponents, uh, and then we had one leftist opponent. And throughout that race, we stood to our we stood to our campaign plan. We stood to the issues that mattered to the to the constituents. Uh, one of them being is bridge the gap of communication. We stood by that. Parental rights is another huge thing. And then third is that Carville uh, school system is number one in Tennessee, but has one of the lowest teacher pay. And so one of um, one of the parts of our platform was in incentivizing teachers and seeing what we can do to thank our teachers. Um, we on November eighth we did win. We won by twelve points. And I think what really got us over the finish line was that parents saw that. Um, that Carrie Blair was a voice, uh, not just a conservative voice, but a voice for all people. And she was going to fight for every single one of them and not, you know, bow down to um, the status quo. She will, I mean, she will be the vote, the conservative vote in the school board. And I think that's really important. Well, it's hard. Uh, we've got uh, one real outstanding uh, conservative bull, um, conservative um, uh, representative here in Hamilton County that sticks by her convictions uh, when so many others, like if the winds move around a little bit, if there's a little bit of bureaucratic pushback, and I mean, it, it's very difficult uh, to use common sense in school board meetings. It's almost like that, that the moment you get elected to that, you get bombarded with so much nonsense about why they can't achieve that it is very difficult to stick to your guns. So uh, your, your candidate has a, uh, now your representative has a lot of work cut out for her because it's going to be even more difficult once she's elected. 
What would you say to a principal conservative who is thinking about running for office right now? They can see that their state rep, their state senator, their school board member, their county commissioner, whoever it might be, is really in there for themselves. They're really in there for the money, corporate interest, or maybe the bureaucratic machine. They want to make a difference, uh, but they don't know where to start. Uh, they don't know if, if they're qualified. They don't know if uh, they would be a viable candidate. What would you tell them? So one of the um, biggest parts of running is that you need to know why you're running and you need to establish what made you run. And so before you pull a petition or before you announce you're running, I would um, advise um, future candidates to brainstorm and always have a forward vision. And um, one of the biggest things I think that a lot of uh, candidates lack is that they have, they show the problems, but they don't have solutions. And so one thing that I advise is that you look at what strategies, what policies need to line up in order for change to happen. So you already have kind of an outline of what you kind of want to do once you're in office. Um, another thing is um, when you're running, I would say you need to make sure you have a right-hand um, man or woman or someone that's going to help you throughout the whole campaign. I believe that it's important that you're not doing all the work. Um, and so having a campaign manager or a strategist is, is great um, when you're starting out. So tell me, what message would you have to other young conservatives in the state, people who uh, were brought up with conservative values, who perhaps had the um, the exceptional opportunity to be educated about American history, uh, typically not in our public school systems in Tennessee, but perhaps through homeschooling or private schooling. And they're like, man, um, I'm watching what we have been handed, both in our state, I'm watching what we've been handed uh, in our nation, and I'm watching it be destroyed, thrown away, abandoned. Uh, what would you say to those people that want to get up, uh, make sure that we don't lose uh, what has been a shining city on a hill uh, for over 200 years? Uh, what would you say to those young conservatives? What practical advice would you give them for getting involved? So one of the <clears throat> one of the biggest advice I can give any young conservative who um, wants to get involved in politics is just really put your foot through the door and get involved in all these groups, get involved with the, the Republican Party, all these conservative groups like um, Turning Point USA, um, just groups like that, and really start networking with other young conservatives. Um, but a huge part of getting involved in politics is learning from experts. And so developing relationships that can turn into mentor mentorships is really important to establish um, when you're starting out your uh, political career or your political journey. Um, but the the biggest part of being in politics is just getting involved and not backing down. Well, very good. Well, Mr. Ibarra, I wish you the best uh, on the Dusty Campaign Trail as you start working on these smaller campaigns that typically lead uh, to larger campaigns. There's not a whole lot of political talent. Uh, what little there is is highly concentrated. It is primarily on the moneyed side, the corporate left-leaning side. Uh, that's where all the consultants uh, that that somebody would know their name in this in this uh, state work for. So you have got you've got a long uh, way to go, but don't don't give in to the dark side. Uh, when you're working in Republican campaigns, uh, it'll be it's very you will very soon you will be uh, you will be you will find yourself in a crossroads where you can work with the rhino establishment side and make a lot more money, 
or you can be a lot more entrepreneurial and figure out a way to actually make money while working with conservative candidates. And that's going to be your choice. And I hope you choose wisely. Thank you so much. I hope you have a good rest of your day. All right, buddy. Brandon Lewis here with the Tennessee Conservative. For those of you who are thinking about running for office, uh, by all means, stay tuned. Uh, we're going to be having a conservative candidates uh, training uh, in the spring, for those of you who are truly conservative, and hopefully Mr. Ibarra will be in the audience or otherwise participating. Until next time, I'm Brandon Lewis with the Tennessee Conservative, signing off.